Hello everyone and welcome back to Is It Peak? Today we are finally discussing Season 6, Episode 8 of Better Call Saul, Point and Shoot. Joining me for this episode is our local theorist, Johnny Cooper. Hello everyone, Johnny Cooper here. We also have the jovial joker, Cinnabad. Hello. We also have Imperfect Dan. Was good. And finally we have the newcomer, Rez. Hey everyone. Now, I know we all want to jump into this very exciting episode, but we have to shout out the HN Films patrons. <laughs> Special thanks to our ultimate fanboy, Fartsom, and our epic fanboy, RMBHS. So, you know, shout, shout out to those creatures. Anyway, uh, people, what, what is our initial thoughts on this episode? Uh, a little predictable, but I mean, it was still amazing overall. Yeah, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. It was amazing. I think I know like at least half of everyone in here has read the the leaks right before the episode aired. We should probably talk about that first. Um, they like screened this episode like how many weeks ago? Like three weeks ago at this point. They screened it early for a bunch of schmucks and then obviously got leaked out. I don't know who read it here. I did. I also did. Like all of it or? All of it. Oh, oh shoot. A lie. I have, I have, I have no, sh- I, I have no self-control. I'm sorry. Uh, I knew about the the Kim part and uh, the Gus death because I wanted to figure out what you know what was the fate of Lalo. The Gus death. <laughs> uh, not the Gus death. Gus. Wait, did I say Gus? I mean, uh, Lalo. Yes. Yeah, Lalo. What are y'all's thoughts on the the Gus body double? On the what? Are you guys talking about the guy that Kim pointed at? Yes. I was racist, bro. What if he's just? <laughs> That's what I work? thought. What if he's just an employee? No, he has to be like the fake Gus in case someone wants he to. He looks Gus nothing to like Gus. Him. He looks way cooler. He just has glasses. That's the similarity. That's a. Yeah, there's many theories that uh the you know the Gus body double is actually oh, supposed to set up the uh like the le- the sequel legacy of Breaking Bad. What? Or Gus's body double adventures. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we should move on and go to that cold open, which uh, a lot of people are expecting some kind of epic flashback of like Chuck or Gus or I mean, no, not Gus, like howard or something but instead we have this uh thing up a beach which is just very pretty looking and mm-hmm. obviously set up what was going to happen to howard's body by the end of it somewhat and apparently that is the last scene they shot of the entire show apparently yeah they did oh nice Whoa. yeah it was beautifully uh yeah that shot was beautiful despite the meaning not you know being very nice I saw a fake leak saying that it was going to be a Howard flashback, but... I think those are just, like, theories. I saw loads of those. A lot of people say, oh, maybe it'll be, like, Jimmy's first day at HHM or something, and then we can get our Chuck scene. But no, I guess they're saving the Chuck scene for the finale at this point, that's my guess. Or there won't be there won't be a Chuck scene because of Fuck COVID. Fuck off, there will be a Chuck scene. Do we know if we're Maybe you couldn't make it. We definitely will in uh, the Walter White episode. I was looking at the, the last podcast episode we did for the show. Something that uh, I think HN said was uh, that we would have the Lalo, Kim, Jimmy conversation for like half of the episode, or it would be like a box cutter thing. I kind of thought it would go that way, but it didn't. Now that I think about it, though, I don't think they'd be able to fill like a 25 minute long conversation. Realistically, yeah. My whole thing was like, I was expecting this whole conflict to be dragged out a lot more than, well, not dragged out, but it would go on for a lot longer than literally one episode. I thought the the whole Lalo thing was going to be resolved by episode nine, but... uh... Back in Jimmy and Kim's apartment, Mm -hmm. Lalo basically outlines his plan that he wants Jimmy to do, which is to get in Lalo's car, drive over to Gus's house and shoot him in the face. But Jimmy has other plans and he wants Kim to do it instead. 
because he's just a little troller, isn't he? Did everyone thought at first it was just because he was selfish, or was it just me? I, I I did think that at first, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably idiotic yeah, in yeah. hindsight. But no, he was clearly doing it just to get Kim out of there. I also kind of thought that Jimmy was being a little selfish, but I kind of feel stupid about that in hindsight. I wonder if the writers thought that they needed to explain that Jimmy wasn't being selfish because they literally, in the scene where Kim's with Mike and everything, they literally make her say, oh, Jimmy, he convinced Lalo to let me go so that I'd be safe or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely need to appeal to, like, the BBU people, you know? (laughs) 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 They still don't get it, so, you know. No, but, like... I mean, obviously, she'd have to explain it like that to Mike. I don't know if it was, like, a pandering to the audience. It was both. I, I forgot, but, like, wasn't it because, like, Gus was trying to, like, figure out something about Lalo? And, like, yeah. when she told him about that, that's when he was like, oh, shit. That's when he knew it was a distraction, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you didn't care who was doing it. I do wonder what was going through Jimmy's head when that was all going. Like, was he gearing himself to be fucking tortured or something? I think he was, yeah. That's why he wanted Kim out of it, because he thought whoever would stay with Lala would fucking die, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and then he falls and does, like, an Ozymandias-type uh, oh, yeah, pose. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Jimmy's like, all right, I've got to get out of here, and he, like, tries to do a thing, and then he just falls over next to Howard's corpse and just gives up. Here's an important thing, by the way. They actually, like, made the connection to uh, season two, like, the first thing uh, Jimmy says. Like, this entire mm-hmm. episode essentially kind of explains it in a perfect way. It wasn't me, it was Ignacio. Literally the exact same line. Obviously, this is a prequel, so I'm not supposed to take this too seriously. But I find it interesting that four years later, he's still, like, thinking about this. And, like, well, this is his go-to response. I mean, like... Uh, Especially I in mean, a scenario where he's, like, got a bag over his head and he's in the desert and there's a hole in front of him. Well, because Lalo essentially came back from the dead to him. Yeah, he's never gonna truly believe Lalo is dead. Which is why I think when Mike says, I think Mike should have straight up said at the end that Lalo is dead instead of this like coy shit. He says like, oh, you'll never see him again. Here's the thing. Mike could have easily done it, but like he's held back by the fact that like he just can't be revealing that type of information to Jimmy. And and plus also he's kind of like kind of pissed off at Jimmy for the whole like Howard thing anyway, because during that scene he gives some snide remarks about how like, oh, we're going to put cocaine in his car because that's what you guys were setting up. Other than that, Mike's just fucking idiot this entire episode. True. I'm glad Walt killed him. I mean, low-key, Mike's been kind of bad at the job. Let's not be... All of Gus's henchmen are just utterly incompetent this entire show, basically. No, Tyrus is the go. Yeah, other than Tyrus, but like, all those fucking hitmen Gus sent off to kill Lalo back in Season 5, they all Are you still pressed about that? The point is that Lalo is just a capable person. That's it. Yeah, and I'm just saying it's funny how Gus keeps failing. It's like, it's not like it's, he's just a bad player. It's just like, it just fails because he underestimated him. That's like the whole point. Because he's an idiot. But yeah, after that, we get Kim speeding off to Gus's house. And as she does, she goes past like a cop car and she like puts down a window to try to like, she's like gonna like tell him, oh, help him. I'm in a very bad situation. But then she decides against it because she doesn't want Jimmy to be hurt by Lalo. Uh, I was just going to say, I wonder what time this all takes place, because I wonder if the cops would have been a little suspicious of how Kim slowly just rolled down her fucking window. Also, at the end, we see, like, Lyle opening a fucking fried chicken restaurant while the sun's not even out yet. Lyle's dedicated to his job. It's probably, like, 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. Yeah, someone said breakfast place is open, but no one eats fried chicken for breakfast. Was the whole episode in one day? It was in one night, I'm pretty sure. Like, probably in an hour. You're telling me that Howard's career got fucked in the same day that all of this happened? That's crazy. Did anyone think Lala was following Kim? No. Uh, no. no. Although, like, imagine if 
because Lalo tells Kim to open the door and shoot Gus in the face. Imagine if this actually happened, then what? That would never happen. Yeah, but let's say it does. Let's say it does. Because Lalo does not know how to get into the lab. Oh, I yeah, mean, you're right, actually. He oh. had to get Gus to show him. Unless Lalo just goes around hitting every single button in there until he figures it out. I think the point is that, like, he knew it was going to fail. He just decided to do it anyway. Well, what if he killed the... What if she killed the decoy? I guess I can raise the question of, do you think Kim would have pulled the trigger? She she did, didn't she? Was she literally to? was about to, yeah. She raised the gun, but then she was stopped. Because she did raise the gun, but Mike just popped up and jump scared her behind her. Yeah. I think she did hesitate, because if she was truly going to go with it, when Mike grabs her, she probably would have pulled the trigger. Like, reflexively. Yeah. Also, this whole thing was basically kind of like when Walt tried to go into Gus's house. In the wiki, it said he, he went to Gus's house for the exact same reason, implying he wanted to kill him, which is, like, not true, but... Wait, he did want to kill him, though, didn't he? No, he wanted to have a talk with Gus. He didn't want to kill him. He just had a gun with him in case something went wrong. No, he's gonna. it was going to kill him, but... Uh, yeah, I thought he was going to kill him. He was going to kill him, <laughs> He was not going to kill him. Vince said that uh, the scene when she's walking up the house was... They tried to replicate the angle when Walt walked up, walked up to Gus's house. Yeah, they did it kind of perfectly, right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, they did. It, it had like the same shadows, basically. The only thing it didn't have was that like blue tint. Uh, Mike pushes uh, Kim into Gus's house, and then she basically tells him that Lalo came to their house, and she's like really mad that Mike wasn't there to protect her. Oh, she's like, you, so you said you were gonna be there. Where were you? And Mike just does not give a fuck. No, I think he just kind of feels shitty about it. He was in a rush. He should. He kind of he failed multiple times throughout the episode. Mike's just been taking nonstop L's since season four. The crossover and everything was insane, though. Like, seeing Kim in the same room as, like, Victor and all that. And we kind of got Kim meets Gus, sort of, but not really. Yeah, it was just on the phone, obviously. I was really expecting Kim and Gus to meet face-to-face. Kim tells Gus some shit, and then Gus figures out that Lalo's probably going to the laundry. So he also goes to the laundry after taking his tie off. Meanwhile, Lalo is also going to the laundry, and he's, like, snuck in because... Like, the guards were left to go to Gus's house, I think. So what happened was, I think the guard was, like, using the bathroom or something, and, like, while it happened, Lalo, like, crossed through the sign, and then, like, right when he came in, that's when Lalo, like, he was able to get inside. Yeah, but before that, before that, um, Tyrus and his gang were at the laundry, and but, but then they left when they got the call from Mike. That one guard took the worst time to get a fucking coffee. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Does, is he still alive, that guy? He's probably not. Probably dead. A lot of Gus goon casualties this episode. But yeah, Mike and his his friends arrive at Jimmy's Jimmy's place. He's like, all right, guys, let's not make a, any ruckus. And then they all like march up the stairs like very loudly. Handheld. And like the music during all this stuff is like really good as well. Like the score. This episode was yeah, the, Yeah, really good. Was uh, We were going to get to like when Mike uh, gets into Jimmy's house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He shows up and he's like, you got to tell me what's going on. And then Jimmy does. And then he's like, oh man, I'm an idiot. He's going to the laundry probably. So then he tries to call Gus again. But but by that point, Lalo has Gus, so he can't answer. Mike's a little stupid for thinking that Lalo would tell Jimmy where he's going. (laughs) Well, I don't think he thought that. He just wanted to know if he knew anything. But yeah, Gus arrives at the laundry. He has like five guards of him and they all just get capped immediately by Lalo because they're all looking away from like the entrance. Yeah, and one of them says like, oh, what are we doing here, boss? So we should be, should we be looking for anything? Like, are these guys up to date at all? Yeah, they should be acting like their boss isn't a fucking target right now. I wish one of them said, oh, he's right behind me, isn't he? Lalo whips out his trusty handy cam 
camcorder and just starts mm-hmm. filming Gus again. He's like, you better show me where the lab is, bro. And then he fucking shoots Gus in the fucking chest. That shot was scary. Here's the thing that I've been seeing a little bit of criticism on with this whole sequence. Uh, Kind of just like how Lalo, like how much he just lets him talk. When I think the whole point is that he literally just took a victory over him. He's going to let that revenge like simmer for a bit. He's not going to automatically uh, yeah. know, kill him off. I I agree with you. The point is kind of the point is kind of to show that he's being cocky. I mean, yeah, you'd probably be cocky if you just caught the guy that murdered your entire what your family. And Gus is basically whining, so he likes watching. Yeah, that and he wants to like record everything uh, for Don Eladio. You know, like see his confession and everything. These if Better Call Saul was said in today's uh, in like this year. And, like, you know, Lala will have been streaming all this and Gus will have been screwed. On Facebook. (laughs) Did you guys like uh, Gus's Nacho moment? Uh, Yes, but Nacho's moment is definitely better. Gus's was kind of pathetic, actually. I I liked when Gus said, (laughs) Jacalis. Why do you say that? I mean, I kind of, I'll give it to Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, his Spanish has gotten better since Breaking Bad, yeah. but it was still a little a little weird. I mean, especially since you have Tony Dalton in the same episode who actually speaks Spanish good, like the clash is a little a little jarring, but it was still a cool moment, I think. I, I'm surprised there hasn't been a time, unless I'm mistaken, where Lalo has been like, damn, the chicken man Spanish is terrible or some shit like that. Gus should have professed his love to Matt. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, just, and you kill my boyfriend, God, I'm Max, who I'm in love with. Did they ever mention Max this episode? No. No. Fuck. That was the last moment for Gus's sexuality to be confirmed at this point. So Yeah, we're kind of, we're not going to get anything else. I do kind of find it funny that Gus says in his little speech, he says, Don Eladio, you got, you cartel people don't know about patients or anything. He's saying that to someone who was living in the sewers for who knows how many months. Lalo has the most class. What can, what can he say? Fumbled right at the end. People do overestimate Lalo's genius, quote unquote genius, a little too much. Well, yeah, Lalo's going against like a dumbass, so. Obviously, he's the most formidable Salamanca, but he's not like as patient as Gus. That's kind of meant to be the weakness there. He's not as prepared. Like, Gus put, the, Gus put that gun in there just, like, on the off chance that he'd be in a situation like that. Like, he's he's trying to be prepared for, like, every possible situation. And speaking of, how, like, the moment, like, they were entering the laundry, I'm, I'm assuming everybody here was like, oh, shit, he's going to get the gun out. Well, yeah, they very obviously set that up, like, in episode five or six or something. How does everyone feel about the shootout? Because I have seen some differing opinions on it, but I thought it was... I thought it was pretty good, pretty... I think it's probably about as good as they could have gotten with what they had. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't, like, cut between, like, ten different takes or something. It was just one shot of him running. Yeah. I I watched it with my friend, and uh, he he was honestly disappointed with the shootout. He said he wanted uh, Lalo to go out in a more epic death. I can definitely understand that, which Mm -hmm. I, I do kind of agree with that. I really wish Lalo didn't just die there. I wish he got fucking buried alive. Yeah, that. Buried alive. What? Like you just want a bag so of a bag of concrete over his head and Gus just shoots it or something. No, I'm saying no, I'm saying like Gus would shoot him like in the chest or something. 
So he's like disabled. And then he gets thrown in a hole and he's like, he, he gets concrete dumped on him. You should never write for the show, ever. That'd be fucking that awesome. Yeah, well, I was just gonna be fucking screaming during the whole scene. I know, that's what he deserves. He deserves like a crazy death like that. No, he deserves- this was, Yeah, he does, yeah. That's, that is like a billion times worse than what we got. What the fuck? No, I'm, fi I'm fine with what we got, but like, think of fucking Gus's death in Breaking Bad. That shit was ridiculous. Like, I want something okay, stupid as that. He wasn't buried alive. He was blown up. Like, like, yeah, like I, yeah so buried alive is nothing in comparison. Like, I was really thinking there was going to be a moment, like, like him being buried alive where Lalo, like, shows that he's actually, like, really fucking scared or some shit. What we got was, was probably way better because it was, like, actually serious and shit. Like, seeing fucking Howard and Lalo in that hole was just fucking depressing. It probably wouldn't make sense to have a bombastic, crazy death scene like that in the middle yeah, of this episode. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the spirit of, the both shows right like most of the deaths are not like that crazy they're pretty like low-key well what about gus yeah except literally gus is the only one that has a crazy death like every other death is like not that crazy nacho is kind of crazy though also i guess i could bring up this is what well, like the fourth episode now to not have the standard music at the end of the credits that fucking <laughs> annoying song that i hate oh no i will say one thing i liked about this shoot off is that like Gus can actually, like, do something instead of just, like, stand there and give orders. Because, like, obviously he's done some, like, crazy stuff. This is probably, like, the most he's ever done physically, right? I would I mean, say. Besides been, killing... Uh, what about Box Cutter? Yeah, yeah. Box Cutter was <laughs> insane. But, like, in this one... In this one, like, what? Like, he trips a wire and then runs for a gun? What about when he when he suffocates Nacho's friend in front of him? Yeah, yeah. that part, that's still my favorite Gus moment in this show. Yeah, I, I love I love that. But, um, yeah, that that's why I appreciate what they did here. Because it, like, reminds me of, like, those moments. And I like also, like, how when he runs out of bullets, like, like you can just see him trembling because it was in the dark. And I thought mm -hmm. Lalo was alive for a second. And also, he kept shooting even though there were no more bullets. Bro really put three bullets in his gun. Why do Mike, Lalo, and Gus use the same shitty revolver? How do we feel about Gus now? Because I saw some people saying that Better Call Saul's version of Gus is now redeemed after this. I um, would definitely say so. I, I would say it kind of makes like the whole like journey with him. I feel like it gives it more meaning, maybe? Like I'm, I want to rewatch it now. I feel like Gus was just in the show just for the sake of like filling the check marks of like, oh, he's in here because it's a prequel. But like now I feel like there was a sense of direction and like, yeah, it was going to end like this. Well, Gus was only put in the show for Mike, Mike's character to progress. Yeah, I thought he was just there for that. But I think season six has done such a good job, like showing a different side to Gus. And uh, I guess this kind of allows that more seamless transition into the Gus that we know in Breaking Bad because he's kind of just eliminated his biggest adversaries for like what? How long until we reach the Breaking Bad timeline? Four years. Well, Four yeah, years. Gus, is, Gus is just smooth sailing from here on out. Until yeah, he exactly. More. Well, actually, no, he has one more thing to do with probably the cartel shit. Like there's a promotional picture, whatever. It shows Don Eladio. I can't imagine it won't relate to Lalo. I think the only person who knows Lalo was alive was Hector. Yeah, so they still just think he's dead. It's going to be about covering his tracks, maybe? Yeah, probably just wrapping up any any potential loose ends. You think there's going to be a scene in the next few episodes where Gail like, shows up to the lab again, like, and it's still unfinished? It's like, hmm, did you, did you really bury something under the ground? Why do you want really a bad? Gail appearance so bad? <laughs> I don't want I mean, a Gail appearance. I mean, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. Why specifically the next episode? I don't the know. The next episode cause... will feature a little fly just flying around in the lab. <laughs> <laughs>
I I hate to pull an MCU on this, but I feel like there's going to be at least one episode where we see like the most amount of like characters from like Breaking Bad or previous Better Call Saul seasons. I feel like there's going to be one episode where we see like so many of those characters. Well, it'll be the Breaking Bad episode. We haven't gotten Bill Burr yet. Is that ever happening? He'll just be in like one scene. It really feels like they should have brought him in in like season like three or some shit. Yeah, I think it's a little too late to bring Burr in. No, it's just gonna be in, like, I, one no, episode. I think. It's a good I mean, time not, to bring him in. Not too late, but like it would have made much more sense because you see Burr's character with Hugh a lot. So yeah, I thought he would just been sense. like part of Soul's crew, like in the later seasons of this show. But no, yeah, probably because he's like a he's a, like a kind of a high profile guy. So they just he, they don't have the time. Like he costs yeah. too much or something. His schedule's too busy. So do you guys think we're gonna see one last conversation in the Better Call Saul era between Gus and Hector? Obviously, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's gonna be delicious. Oh yeah, Tuco. Do you think we'll see more Tuco? No, no. You know, I hope so. Tuco, no. I was kind of hoping for a Tuco and Lalo scene at some point in this show, but I guess not. Fuck, man. Same. Because I was under the assumption that Lalo was still going to be around during Breaking Bad, which thinking back is kind of stupid. We should bring that up just uh, just real quickly. Did anyone here before episode seven think that Lalo could have still been alive during the Breaking Bad era? Yeah. yeah. I thought he was gonna yeah. get. Uh, he was gonna be enslaved by Gus. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, what? you need yeah. to watch Johnny Cooper's video on it. It's just crazy. What is it with these bad takes today? No, it was Let's a good. Go. It was a good video. Johnny Cooper was like, "Oh, Gus, like the Gus and Lalo showdown will happen, and Gus will like wound Lalo, and then he'll like keep him in the lab for like years torturing him." Yes, and Walt and Jesse just happened to never see him. No, I mean like he will eventually kill him before the events of Breaking Bad. So Lalo laughs him and dies, and then... Oh, and then afterwards we see your good boy Lyle off to work at 3am. I thought something bad was going to happen to him. I, I thought Dream. during that scene Lyle was going to like walk in on Gus like being treated or some shit. Lyle has to be like the most the most dependable fast food employee ever. Bro was singing the theme song to Poyos as he was going in. He is, a, he is the biggest dick rider in the galaxy. He's saying dick rider like this isn't his living or anything. Wait, wait, guys, question. Since he's not in Breaking Bad, do you think, like, they'll do something where he, like, departs the Los Poyos Hermanos? Well, you know how Mike was saying about Breaking Bad, like, Jesse's not the guy. His guy was Lyle. Oh, shit. <laughs> or maybe Lyle's gonna avenge Gus's death and he's, like, the next uh, sequel legacy antagonist. We, no, there's definitely going to be a scene where Lyle finds out that Gus is dead and he can't work at Poyos anymore, and he's going to like, like be this, it's going to be the saddest scene in the entirety of Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's going to be the crossface moment. He's going to like fall to his he's going to like fall to his knees and like yell no. Then he starts laughing like Walter. <laughs> but yeah, Mike, Mike and Gus like Gus is like getting treated for his wounds or whatever, and Mike's like, "Are you happy with how tonight went? Because I'm not. Could have gone a whole lot different." Do you think Gus is like kind of angry at Mike during that scene? Definitely, yeah. He looked angry. Looked I mean, no, I don't think he's angry. I think he's just, he remembered he's kind of like the boss of everyone there, and he has to maintain that kind of chiseled, unfazed persona. Why would he be mad at Mike if he went, like, of his own volition to the laundromat? Because Mike's an idiot and kept. Yeah, but he could have at least texted or something. No, no, Mike Yo, is completely right. He's completely right when he said that to Gus. But, like, I feel like Gus, he's. A little bit high off the fact that like he just beat Lalo, right? It's kind of like when Walt beat Gus and like he felt like the new sheriff in town. Obviously not to the same extent, but something like that. Well, yeah, Gus has definitely got a huge confidence boost from this. Backtracking a bit to the um, shootout thing for a second. Um, 
I saw some people saying that Lalo's aim when he was trying to shoot at Gus was like bad and that was like a bad factor as if Gus wasn't like moving and it was like pitch black. Lalo couldn't hit Gus but Gus could hit Lalo but Lalo was just like standing there. Back at Jimmy and Kim's apartment Mike shows back up to deal with Howard and set Kim and Jimmy straight and it's very very obviously similar to when he talked to Jesse after Jane's death in Breaking Bad. He even says the that's all that's all you know part. It it is kind of interesting how like uh in that specific episode with Jesse like he was very unsympathetic like and also this like this episode makes the fact that Saul sends Mike to go clean up Jane's corpse like that makes that really weird. It's like oh I know you're going to clean up corpses bro. Go clean that shit up. I'm still kind of unclear on what exactly Saul and Mike's dynamic is by Breaking Bad because like Mike does shit for Saul but like clearly doesn't like him. I mean, I don't think Mike dislikes Saul, but obviously he has new loyalties now. I'm pretty sure he has, like, some disgust towards Saul, just not that much. Yeah, probably, you know, with the Howard thing, you know, maybe it'll, uh, he'll think of Saul a little different. Well, yeah, like I mentioned before, he, like, throws shade at him. Uh, Mike threw shade at Saul and Kim for the Howard thing during this episode, so. Well, has Saul, has, I don't think Mike's ever really liked Saul, he's just always found him fucking annoying, but useful. Saul is useful to Mike, I would say. Plus, they have history. That's really all there is, is just they have history together. Yeah, that little desert romp really brought them together, I would say. I think Mike kind of trusts him, even though he doesn't really like him. We should talk about, like, how when he was, like, talking to Jimmy and Kim, how both of them were reacting. Kim was just, like, dead inside. Versus Jimmy, where, like, he just wasn't as dead inside. So I'm wondering, like, is Kim going to take the guilt in more than Jimmy? Kim knows that the Howard thing was her idea, so... But I think what makes this different is that Kim actually knew about Lalo before Jimmy did. Jimmy thought he was dead for a while. She knew that, you know, he yeah, was still Is that going to be brought up next episode? Yeah. yeah man. Man, I, was also, I was also thinking that, like, if she holds herself, like, as the responsible party even more, because she knew that Lalo was alive. And also in, the, in episode seven, when... They hear the knocking at the door. I think they, Jimmy and Kim briefly mentioned that they expected uh, Howard to maybe show up at their apartment. I guess this, this can lead us into the big question. Is this event going to be what is like, is this going to be the main catalyst for breaking them up? Or is this just going to bring them even closer together? I don't think it's going to bring them closer. I think this is it, honestly. Yeah. I think next episode is honestly the end of Jimmy and Kim as a, as a couple. It could be. Yeah. And then the episode after will probably be like the wrap up and then bridge to Breaking Bad. Especially with the title Fun and Games just clearly means the shit's not going to be fun at all. Uh, do you think there's going to be any more, like, interaction between the Mike and Gus stuff and Jimmy and Kim stuff? Not for now. Not for the not for this time. I'm also just wondering how, the, like, Kim and Jimmy breaking up, that's pretty much a, a given at this point. But is she going to be, like, fully out of a picture by Breaking Bad? Or is she just going to be around, like, just in... Is she still going to be in Albuquerque by Breaking Bad, but just not with Jimmy? Or... Is she somehow going to have to leave for some contrived reason? I think the Chekhov's gun, though, is like, they have the Disappearer's number, right? Ugh. They're going to use it. They're the vacuum Ooh. cleaner. But why would they use it at this point? What reason is there to do that now? I don't know. Maybe, like, she just feels so guilty about it that, like, she just feels like, okay, I just need to do stuff somewhere else and I can't. That could just be, I think she she could just leave. Why would, she, yeah, exactly. And then the question would be, why would she, why couldn't she just leave? But What's it called? Haven't they been pretty on the nose about how Kim used to live in whatever the fuck it is? Oma, Nebraska? Omaha, Nebraska, which is where the show ends. Yeah, they've the been pretty on the nose about that. Like, this is what I'm saying. They're going to have to meet in the finale. They have to meet. Yeah, obviously. But did they say she lives in Omaha or just Nebraska? Omaha. 
Really? It was Omaha. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> oh, that's definitely yeah, okay. That's what I'm saying. They it. have to meet. <laughs> okay, Kim. Next episode, her and Jimmy will break up, and she'll leave to go back to Nebraska just because she wants to. And then Gene will meet back up with her in the finale, and they'll be happy for it again for some reason. The end. Done. I that's hope not. Dumb. That'd be worse than Game of Thrones. I don't even think they're gonna use the disappear because they're they're not going to. I, I'm 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 telling you. Yeah, I don't think they're like, why can't... They could easily just say Kim is going to move home because she can't deal with all this. Yeah, I think that's that's probably what's going to happen. What are the chances that Disappear sends two people to the exact same city while they're yeah. both trying to live? I mean, and that's the thing. Maybe they, maybe she doesn't specify. And maybe, like, Jimmy doesn't realize. Does Jimmy even know she's from Omaha? I feel like he has to. I hope he does. He'd be a shitty boyfriend if he didn't. I don't think Kim says much about her yeah, life. That's the thing. Kim doesn't really talk about her, like, her childhood as far as we know. We haven't gotten a moment yet where Kim or Sol say I love you to each other. So that has to happen at some point. Like in Stranger Things. Yeah, that's true. They've just been kind of fucking. They don't really say any romantic shit to each other. Although I, it is still possible she could die, I guess. But I just don't see it. I feel like if she has to die, it'd be more unique if it was during the Gene timeline. Also, I think it would be lame if literally every Better Call Saul character just died. Wait, Dan, you said Kim was going to die in the Gene timeline? No, I said if she has to die, I feel like mm-hmm. it'd be more unique if it was in the Gene timeline. What? Why would she die then? Jeff will kill her. <laughs> Jeff will kill her. I kind of agree with what Dan is saying about how if she has to die, which I highly doubt, it should probably be in the Gene timeline because like, even though we don't get much introspection into Saul during... Breaking Bad, I mean, if his fucking wife died, the closest person he's ever been with died, I don't think he'd be all fucking, you know, so happy and everything. Not happy, but charismatic and everything. So you're telling me that Jean meets back up with Kim and then she dies? Yeah, they have another shootout. It'd be really cool. You think they can, like, squeeze in some shit where Kim dies, like, last minute before he has to go to Omaha? On the same day as Ozymandias? Same day as Ozymand. I'd hate that. Are are they just gonna, like, have the Nazis come back and, like, kill Kim or some shit? Do we think Gene is going to go back to Albuquerque? It depends entirely on where Kim is. Gene is going to build a fucking machine gun car and go back and yes. mow down all of HHM. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to go to fucking Rich Shrikart's, uh Shrikart and Coakley, and, and he's going to gun them down, but he's going to go to Davis and Maine, gun them down, but he's just going to die. No, he just goes back to the HHM firm, and then he reclaims it because he's the only one with that last name that can... Still be a yes. founder, I guess. A partner. The final shot. The final shot's gonna be him like sitting in Howard's chair with like his legs up on the table. What is y'all's thoughts on Jeff getting recasted? Oh yeah, that shit sucks. I literally don't. Literally care. do not care. Like it's not that crazy, Same. bro. Nah, we would not be watching. I guess we should talk about that one line from one of the teasers where he's probably talking to Jeff. The one where he's like, "If you oh, expect yeah. more and you come back, don't." Something like that. He's like, "We are not friends, bitch." And some people theorize that he's actually talking to Kim during that scene. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. I don't know. I, I think it's 100%. You dope. think that's next episode? Kim, jo- Soul and Kim epic argument where he says he's going to fucking murder her? You think you think their their breakup might be like Soul like pretends to be fucking furious at her or something to like just to make her leave so she can be safe or whatever? Honestly, maybe. Maybe that's why Soul is very charismatic and happy in Breaking Bad because even though he lost Kim, he knows she's not going to be part of, you know, the game anymore. Um, Can we talk about how season six, episode 10 is apparently called Nippy? Mm-hmm. What? What? Did you what not say I... this, Rez? Can you type that out? The... N-I-P-P-Y, nippy. The point The point is that means they're possibly stopping with the stupid word and word titles. Oh, wait. Yeah, you're right. All right, all right wait. Just to, just to bring this up, if what you guys are saying is true, and we wrap up the Better Call Saul stuff next episode, 
I mean, uh, regardless, like, of the execution, do you guys think it would feel rushed? Like, would you guys want more? Like, at least one more episode? I think they could do it. I think they can definitely get it done next episode. Yeah, I th they're not going to end it next episode, I don't think. Famous last words. Okay, yeah, I, I understand that, but this is, like, different. Because, like, you're wrapping up, like, a lot of shit. They're not going to do it. But if they're changing the titles, then, damn, it must mean it. Yeah, man. Don't, don't say that. Assuming Nippy is even the actual title and not just some shit someone made up. Nippy means, like, chilly and cold. You know what else is chilly and cold? Nebraska. Oh. Oh. Oh, God. Final ratings, Dan? It's Kino out of 10. Uh, Sinner? And out of 10. Johnny Cooper? 9.5 out of 10. No, what's the 0.5? Because of the uh, the shootout. And also because it was a little predictable, so... It's predictable because you've read the entire thing beforehand. Yeah, probably. <laughs> right? Okay, Rez? Uh, 10 out of 10, best episode of this season. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Is this episode better than episode 7? Yes or no? No, it's not better. No. Obviously. It is not better. I say no. I don't think so. I would say episode 3 and 7 are better. I wouldn't no. say 3 is better, yeah, but I would say 7 is better. Not episode 3. Maybe 7, but not 3. I would say even episode 4 is better. For me. What? <laughs> it's, okay, stop, stop. Episode four has fucking Howard hard. Howard car shenanigans. Okay, okay, that's that's fair. That's and Saul gets his offers. And he meets Mike. Episode four is better than three, so look, look, I think I think it's valid to prefer episode seven because it has the better call Saul type stuff. But, you episode know, seven has that fucking film crew scene, which is just legendary. Yeah, that was amazing. But and, anyway, and also the Howard HHM scene is like awesome. But like I, I personally, me, I kind of just love like all the time whenever all that stuff interjects, the lawyer stuff and the fucking cartel stuff. And this episode was kind of perfect for that. They're very close. They're very close. They're both ten out of ten. So like, who really cares? Okay. Um. Yeah. I also rate it ten out of ten. Um. Any last words? Should we mention that Sinner? Which should we mention that Cinnabad is out next episode? Yeah, I'm out until the finale. Probably the finale. I might I might be able to make it for the pension limit. So that's all we have to say about season six, episode eight of Better Call Saul, point and shoot. We've only got five episodes left of a show, and we'll be back next week to discuss episode nine, fun and games. Thanks for watching slash listening.